0: Hey there, spooky friends. It's Megan. And before we hop into the episode, I want to tell y'all a little bit about what we've got coming up in person next. We're so excited to announce that our friends at Little Cottage Brewing have invited us back for a monthly spot with trivia. So that means it's time to mark your calendars with a few dates to come hang out with us and play along. On December 13th, join us for creepy holiday trivia, where we'll have questions ranging from spooky holiday traditions around the world, mischievous holiday mythical beings, holiday themed horror movies, and more. Then on January 17th, join us again for a deck themed around fears and phobias. Last but not least on the calendar is February 14th for a theme of romance and scorned lovers in horror. We can't wait to see you on December 13th, January 17th, and February 14th for some excellent craft beer and a scary good time. Okay, 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 I get it. Now, on to the episode. Hey there ghoulies, welcome back to another minisode of Clever Ghouls. I'm Megan, and today we're digging into John Carpenter's They Live and examining some of the dystopian predictions that this film made and how they, unfortunately, all came true. When They Live first came out, it was not particularly well-received. Critics said the writing was clunky, the music was too repetitive, the acting was too melodramatic, and, most ironically, the storyline was entirely too far-fetched and improbable. My, how times have changed, or haven't changed. In the realm of science fiction, dystopian tales often serve as warnings shedding light on the dark potential of our future societies. One such visionary work is the cult classic film They Live, directed by John Carpenter. Released in 1988, the science fiction thriller remarkably predicted several aspects of our modern world. From the control of media to the manipulation of consumerism, They Live presents a dystopian landscape that feels eerily relevant and serves as a powerful critique of contemporary society and capitalism. Carpenter's dystopian sci-fi drama went from being a poorly received almost flop to a cult classic prophetic masterpiece to many. The film follows a drifter who discovers through special sunglasses that the ruling class are aliens, concealing their appearance and manipulating people to consume, breed, and conform to the status quo via subliminal messages in mass media. Carpenter has stated that the themes of They Lived stemmed from his dissatisfaction with the economic policies of the then-U.S. President Ronald Reagan, as well as what Carpenter saw as an increasing commercialization of both popular culture and politics. Upon the film's release, Carpenter remarked, The picture's premise is that the Reagan revolution is run by aliens from another galaxy. Free enterprises from outer space have taken over the world and are exploiting Earth as if it's a third world planet. As soon as they exhaust all our resources, they'll move on to another world. I began watching TV again and I quickly realized that everything we see is designed to sell us something. It's all about wanting us to buy something. The only thing they want to do is take our money. To this end, Carpenter thought of sunglasses as being the tool to seeing the truth. It's as if the aliens have colonized us. That means, of course, that Ted Turner is really a monster from outer space. And I'm sure as I read that quote, a few alarm bells went off in your head saying, well, he's not wrong. And he's not. And funnily enough, he was right about a lot of things in this film. And what's so interesting about this movie is how many of Carpenter's dystopian predictions actually came true. So... Let's dig in, shall we? One of the first and most obvious predictions that is alive and well today is society's obsession with fame and recognition. Very early in the film, we see a woman on a daytime television talk show professing her desire for fame. Clutching herself in what can only be described as ecstasy at the thought, she gushes, all I have ever wanted to do is be famous. People watch me and they love me and I'll never grow old. Her ambition comes across as cringeworthy at best, but I'm willing to argue that her ideals are now more commonplace than ever. With the world feeling like it runs on likes and shares nowadays, with platforms ranging from Twitch to YouTube to TikTok, everyone is desperately grasping for their 15 minutes in the spotlight. One of the most striking predictions in They Live is the portrayal of a media landscape dominated by a select few who manipulate information for their own gains. In the film, the ruling elite uses subliminal messaging to hide their true intentions, keeping the masses docile and oblivious to their oppressive control. This concept foreshadowed the rise of media consolidation and the influence of powerful conglomerates in shaping public opinion. Today, the media landscape is marked by a handful of corporate entities controlling vast networks and channels of communication. With the rise of social media, algorithms, and targeted advertising, there is an increasing concern about the manipulation of information and the shaping of public narratives. The film's portrayal of a society deceived by hidden messages serves as a stark reminder of the potential dangers lurking beneath the surface of our media-driven world. Another poignant prediction in They Live lies in its portrayal of stark social inequality and a growing class divide. The ruling elite, represented by aliens in human disguises, live luxurious lives while the majority of the population suffers in poverty and despair. This disparity echoes the widening wealth gap seen in so many contemporary societies where a small percentage of the population controls a disproportionately large share of wealth and resources. The film's exploration of poverty and oppression resonates with real-world struggles, shedding light on the consequences of unchecked power and its impact on marginalized communities. It serves as a reminder that the fight for equality and justice is an ongoing battle. And another theme unfortunately come true in this film is the over-policing of the poor and disenfranchised. Early in the film, there is a brutal raid on the unhoused people's encampments where both our main characters live. Complete with bulldozers, smoke bombs, and fully-geared SWAT teams, this violent destruction is the penalty for existing outside of society's normative bounds. Those who resist the raid are beaten while the rest are left displaced. Neither of these options are great, and this scene might feel all too familiar as it's something that happens every single day in low-income and urban neighborhoods. With homelessness on a steep incline, it seems that our leaders are more interested in punishing people in their most vulnerable state instead of seeking out more humane preventative measures. And speaking of homelessness, that brings us around to yet another prediction of the rampant issue of homelessness in major cities. It seems every major city in the world is currently dealing with a housing crisis, forcing people onto the streets to form tent communities. Never before has the issue been so noticeable, and the situation is only getting more dire by the day. More than half a million people currently meet the definition of homelessness in our country. America's youth accounts for 50,000 of its homeless, and over 200,000 of America's homeless are families with children. In Atlanta, where the ghoulies reign from, over 2,000 people sleep on the streets every night. This current issue seems to stem from yet another prediction come true, society's obsession with consumerism. While society certainly needs businesses to thrive, the underlying message in the film is that by convincing people to spend their money, the class structure will either remain the same, or the divide will become even starker. With purchasing power and bank accounts at an all-time low and advertising at an all-time high, unfortunately, it appears Carpenter's seemingly magical insight into the future has struck again. Because They Live also digs into the dark side of consumer culture and its ability to numb the individual's critical thinking and dissent. In the film, the ruling class uses mass consumerism as a tool to control the population. Everywhere you look is a new advertisement or commercial trying to convince us that we need the next big thing. Throughout the film, the spokesperson for the Uprisers repeatedly speaks of how television is used as a means of control, even when the set is turned off. This control is woven into the fabric of society, causing its citizens to be compliant. Each scene is campier than the next, but the message still rings true. There is so much subliminal messaging in our media convincing us to spend our already constantly depleting money. Arguably, the most recognizable images from They Live are undoubtedly the stark black-and-white frames displaying the true nature of advertisements with words like conform, consume, and buy. This rhetoric obviously hasn't changed any, and advertisements are certainly on the uprise with the introduction of social media. What Carpenter did not manage to predict, however, was just how much we would be affected by this. The introduction of advanced social media algorithms has created a much scarier tale than shown in They Live, a world where your every word and click essentially creates a profile of everything you might like in hopes of targeting you to spend your money. Moving slightly away from money, but still in the realm of needless spending, into more technologically advanced topics. We circle around to the concept of civilian space travel for the wealthiest elites. I'm sure in the late 1980s, Carpenter didn't actually think this one would come true the way it has, but here we are. In the past few years alone, we've had three of the richest men in the world battle it out to see who would be able to recreationally travel into space first. In the film, the elites who sell out to join the aliens are given the privilege of space travel so they can escape the ever-depleting Earth. And while we aren't quite there yet, we also aren't quite far off. I guess we'll just have to see what happens here in the next few decades. And speaking of Earth and it being ever-depleting, at a major point in this movie, Uprisers broadcast about the aliens' over-industrialization and corporate greed, and how the world will soon be uninhabitable. Unfortunately, this prediction is right on target, and while the onus of the future of our planet is often placed on the average citizen using paper straws and recycling, It is the powerful corporations and our loft billionaires racing to space for fun who cause the majority of the damage. The writers of dystopian fiction have long been hailed for their sometimes uncanny ability to predict the future. Jules Verne, for example, anticipated the invention of both the helicopter and the submarine in his stories Clippers of the Clouds and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. But their predictions did not stop at mechanical inventions. Examining some of the systems and behaviors predicted for the future offers a curious window into our hopes and fears of the past. When most people think of what dystopia our society is sprinting towards, they tend to think of 1984, but frankly, John Carpenter's They Live is right on the money. So many themes in that movie were anticipated to be over-the-top, overdramatic caricatures of critiques made about politics and society of that time. But, unfortunately for us, almost all of them came true and are more relevant than ever. They Live remains a remarkable work of fiction that predicted several dystopian elements of our modern world. Its portrayal of controlled media, mass manipulation through consumerism, and the consequences of social inequality are themes that continue to resonate with us today. The film stands as a potent reminder to question authority, to challenge the narratives we are fed, and to strive for a more just and equitable society. As we navigate the complexities of our own world, They Live serves as a cautionary tale and an enduring call for awareness and resistance.